Welcome to episode 10 of the Top Golfer podcast. Delighted to be joined by champion golfer Colin Walsh. How are you, Colin? I'm good, Gary. Thanks very much. And yourself? Very well. Great win in the match play last Sunday. And also by Dermot Sinnott, who's director, CEO, chief bottle washer. <laughs> Thanks for coming along, Dermot. Cool. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Uh, always good to shoot a breeze with golfers and... Uh, especially when we have a champion in our midst. Well, we might as well get straight to the good news story. You had a big win in Royal Dublin on Sunday, three and two in the final, um, with some excellent golf. You must be thrilled with the win. Yeah, delighted. Um, it was really, really enjoyable. Um, playing the guys on such a good golf course, you know, why wouldn't you um, enjoy it? Uh, one of the better courses I've played, especially on the Lynx circus, and uh, it was in immaculate condition. So it was a uh, yeah great venue. After all, we were we were moved to go to Spain, and uh, COVID took care of that. And uh, Royal Dublin was a very good um, good replacement, absolutely. And the weather actually turned out to be good, surprisingly. Just about, just about. Correct. On Saturday, we had a yellow rainfall uh, radar, and we were looking at our what half four start, and the rain literally just I mean torrential downpours. The 18th was like a lake. Uh, and luckily we were on a Lynx course and a Lynx course like Royal Dublin that was well drained so uh, the last actually teed off bang on time and it cleared off to be a lovely evening this was on the Saturday on the semi-final yeah the, final, the standard in golf was pretty hot in the final colour wasn't it? it it wasn't yeah the... I had to bring my best game now to be fair um, Steve in the final was very very steady he hits a good two iron off the tee it only goes about 250 so it's hard to keep up with that when it's accurate Um but yeah, I was looking back over the rounds. I think I hit probably six of the seven fairways and probably eight of the nine greens. So um, once you do that, once the putter's going well, you know, you're putting pressure on your opponents. And uh, he never gave back, never gave in. Um, and we was played in great spirits, which was really enjoyable. So it was a good few birdies. Um, it was good standard of golf all the way. And uh, if you didn't have a birdie or a par, you weren't winning the hole, that's for sure. Obviously, this was the, the championship in 2020. And... You had some major issues, is that true, in, in, in 2020? Yeah, uh, I had a, I had a, I had a, had a, a, a strange run-up to it, absolutely. I, I became very unwell back in um, December 2020, um, just after I actually was to be in Spain, so timing was good. Um, I, I just had a very bad pain in my side and uh, uh, just went down to the doctor um, to see how things were and it ended up putting me into A&E straight away um, thinking it might be kidney stones but it turned out to be a bigger a bigger issue um, so my golf was parked for probably three or four months my work was parked for a good while as well um, so it was a it was a difficult time in my life absolutely has that given you a different perspective when you're out out on a golf course now yeah Absolutely. Like when you're on a golf course, you're, you're there to enjoy it. Um, there's going to be bad holes, you know, but it's to enjoy every good shot and every bad shot as well. Um, and when you're playing good golf courses against good golfers, you know, what's not what's not to like about that? Um, so, yeah, it, it's it was a it was it was a tough time um, and uh, more to look forward to as life went on. Um, I, I had surgery around March um, in Vincent's and it, um, it turned out to be a great success. I can only put it down to uh, um, the surgeons were fantastic. I was under a, a, Amir Hoti. He was the surgeon that completed the surgery and um, 
Enda McDermott and Ruth Pritchard were the, were the two consultants looking after me up to the operation. And now we have a, a lovely woman called Rachel Crowley who's, who's looking after me post-operation. So um, it's, it's, been a, it's been a journey and, um, you know, there's only one way and that's forward. And, uh, you know, it's, it's on, on account of them and, and strong will. And, and a, a, a man said to me recently, you're only as good as the good woman behind you. And uh, I'm lucky and fortunate enough to have one of them. So there you go, Marina. <laughs> They're priceless. You have to hang on to those. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, it was a difficult journey. Um, I was actually just speaking to Dermot um, on Sunday afters. I, before, when I turned up, I didn't tell anyone the, the good news. I didn't want to be going to be weak on the tee. So I, I, I hid my injury <laughs> and uh, my flawed swing, we call it, at the time. And, uh, yeah, I, I I just explained the, the situation. And it was actually... I think I was in the bed in, in Vincent's um, sometime around April. Uh, I was on my back for quite a while. I couldn't walk for a little while. Um, mobility was very bad. And then I got an email from Dermot and Top Golfer saying, good news, it's rescheduled. And I suppose it was like, oh, what time is it now? It's, I've got three months, I've got four months. Mm -hmm. And it gave, me a, it gave me a goal. And, and you need them things in life. You have to aim for stuff. Yeah. And uh, good things are good to aim for. And uh, yeah, look, it all came true in the end, thank God. Like they said, the three pillars in life are you need someone to love, something to do, and, and something to look forward to. So I'm sure that the top golfer was was a good motivation for you to get back out in the golf course and, and try to get back to some kind of normality. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um I set goals and timelines at that date, and uh, the dates were like, okay, middle of June, I need to get on a putting green. And um, yeah, after having one of my consultations maybe eight ten weeks after the surgery I was kind of looking at them can I do anything and they were take it easy and uh, the best words I got then was kind of July the 2nd and and uh, the words were get on with your life and um, uh, can I play golf you can might not be the golf you're used to but get on with it listen to your body and uh, I did that yeah I did it really well um, I have to say I was very disciplined um, going up maybe hitting 20 balls they weren't going farther than 20, 30 yards. Um, and it kind of went from there. And day on day, I might go to 20 to 30 balls. And the putting green got it. And it, it stood to me overall. I think the putting actually was the thing that saved me up in Royal Dublin. I have to say the greens, I haven't put it on many greens as good as them. So um, it, it did help. You just pick, pick your line and commit it. Gary, there's something else here as well. Colin did, uh, uh, on an earlier chat with me, drop in that he was a, a, a runner for Ireland and has a serious competitive nature, which uh, no doubt that has had a, a massive factor in him uh, annihilating uh, the, the people that he took on through the match play kind of series, because Colin had about six kind of victories from, well, you, you'll be able to explain more about your victories, from, but from Boris to Killarney to, to Heritage to everywhere. Uh, so I think there's a, you know, as a, a champion runner, I think you said you came looking at notes here. You you did cross country for Ireland three times and second in Europe or something like that. Uh, yeah, when I was a little bit younger, um, I, I was uh, I was running was my main game, and uh, I won a good few All Irelands and uh, ran for Ireland. I was lucky enough to run run for Ireland maybe three or four times, and cross country was one of those. Um, and then on the track, maybe three thousand and five thousand. So. There's a competitive streak in me, and that's probably the stubbornness in me as well. That said, right, let's let these timelines begin and, and stick to them, and and it stood to me in time, thank God, and lots of good friends and support around me, which was lovely as well. 
You're obviously working in, in AIB, Colin. How, how have they been for you through this process? Oh, AIB, um, what can I say? They were, they were very, very supportive. Um, brilliant. Um, my boss, Alice Hines, I have to mention her. She was she was very, 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 very kind, um, very supportive. Um, you know, it was it really, it really, um, it really was nice, and it was, um, it was comforting, and it was great to get through it. And um, yeah, I'm just very lucky that I work for AIB. Um, they're really, they stood by me, and and now they're they're supporting me again, helping me get back to work um, on a phased basis, and it's all going fantastic so far. So, um, I'm working in Tullamore branch doing mortgages, and that's what I've been doing for the last four or five years with AIB, and, uh, um getting people into homes, living their dreams. And I suppose, you know, it, it's an easy job when, when you're, when you're giving somebody good news, here's the keys to your home, uh, get into your new house. It's, uh, it's, you know, there's not many people not happy with that. So it's, it's a nice place to be in the bank and, uh, yeah, living the dream is what we want to do and helping people live theirs as well. So fantastic. I presume there's a uh, preferential rates for any top golfers if they're knocking on the ground. <laughs> Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, we're we're doing great rates. Uh, we call them green rates, like green fairways. So you can get your rates at two point one, two point five, two point one five. All really good rates. Uh, if I can say it, probably the best in the market. Well, where obviously it's kind of you know when you have a big win like that, it's you know it's very important to you know look back on what went right and then obviously try look forward. Um, what are the what are the goals for you moving forward after this win, Carl? Well. I was walking down um, 17. We played on because Royal Dublin is such a good golf course. We said, let's finish out the hole. Myself and Stephen finished out to 18. Um, and uh, like he was he was a great, great, great competitor. There was no giving him, um, but it was in great sportsman, uh, like uh, the, way, the way we played. And uh, I turned to him down the 18 and I said, uh, that's the that's the tough, top golfer match play tick. And he goes, yes. And he says, and you're looking forward to Druid's Glen now. So, Jude's Glen, uh, the, the the top top golfer tour is there, so um, I'm lucky enough to have an automatic invite as a result. So that'll be something to aim for, um, and uh, I, I'm going to have to keep practicing. What, what do you find um, the changes in your game for being for being out of the game for so long? Um, you know, what were the big changes coming back? Was it physical or emotional? Or where no, it's 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 still physical. Um, it's I'm still not as mobile as I as I was, and um, like. I, I, the turning point in my game probably was in maybe the, the very end of July. I played two rounds of golf and I had to finish at 14 because my body wouldn't allow me to and the golf wasn't great. So the next time I went out, I, I, I sort of reverted back to hit it within myself and uh, my nine iron's not going 150, it's, it's maybe going 140 now. So I kept taking extra clubs and, and hitting it easier. Um, but still, I hit a few bad shots down um one or two shots maybe with my five iron down because I just can't get through it so I actually changed to go down my rescue and choke it down a little bit hit a little cut and it worked a treat so uh, I broke a few hearts with that club this weekend I mean it's always it's almost a good secret and and something I would find with a lot of amateur golfers they always think they hit the ball a lot further than what they do so if you can find a number that you're comfortable with it's it's a better way of uh, getting your way around the golf course for sure Absolutely. And in match play, it's very like the first thing I'm thinking about is if I see my opponent in the in under the ditch or, or the bunker, I'm saying hit the green and, and make put the white spot up there to put them under pressure. And uh, my putting was miraculous um, this weekend. Like I, 
uh, I, I, the, the phrase when I when I finished up with um, with Victor was, "You put it like a god," and he just sort of smirked and and turned away as quick as he could. So, <laughs> not a happy god for him, but a, a very good one for me. Another good competitor, yeah. What, yes. What are your favorite stops on the Tough Golf for Turco? Um. Oh, there's plenty. Uh, played in Ross Lair a few years ago. Really enjoyed that. It's a really good test. Um, Jude's probably is my favourite. I have to call it out. Uh, it's a fine track all year round. Um, and you have to hit a good golf ball all the way around there. Um, it was once in the K Club, actually. It was a really nice treat down there. Um, the K Club, probably in my top five, full stop. Um, there's not many that, that's up there with it. Uh, Adair. Um Adair's not on the top golfer tour, so I was having a chat to Dermot about that. Um, he's going to have to train, uh, make a few phone calls to phone calls. So uh, we'll see how that one works out. Um, but like the, the top golfer tour, it offers a lot. Uh, you know, a lot of good competitors, very good tracks, and a very good race. Like you're getting to play the best golf courses in Ireland. You're getting to play against the best golfers in Ireland. And uh, once you turn up and you bring your game, you've, you've got a chance. And then the rewards are there. Mm-hmm. Gary, I was expecting him to say Kilcock or Kulatin because I have tracked here that that's where his victories on tour came from. So uh... <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, Kilcock, I, I turned up my first time there. That was a really enjoyable track now. Um, I tried to bully it off the tee and I found myself five over after four holes. And then I came back and four under in the back nine. So that was impressive. And uh, just about won the junior scratch. So that was nice. Again, the greens were very good there as well. Yeah. How are you managing the new handicap system, Colin? What do you what do you make of it? Um, it's going to take a while to bed in. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm happy for some of the good golfers that are out there that were struggling to get into the west of Ireland and, and these big golf competitions that might have been a good scratch golfer in a in a good golf club and and there might be people that are holding on to handicaps, you know, at a maybe a, a better level than they're currently playing because they're not putting in enough cards. So it's going to promote, it's going to take a while to bet in, that's for sure. Um, um, I suppose that the worry about, or not the worry, it's it's the, the uncertainty is coming up to a track and not knowing if you play off a certain tier, you off it two today or three today or one today. And, um, you know, that'll take a while, but like it's, it's built on a fair platform, but it'll take a while to bet in. And hopefully the, the difficult golf courses that are, are sloped wrong, they'll adjust and, and it'll all, you know, work its way through um, maybe in the next 12 to 18 months. Have you found any difficulties with it, Dermot, with, with certain players and handicaps or stuff? Um, no, um, like, I, I, I suppose if you're play, playing, playing in our local competition, the buffer zone might have been a little bit different. It might have been between 33 and 35 points. Mm-hmm. Um, and now if you shoot 33, you could get cut point three or point four. So, um some people are really enjoying that and other people not so much. If you get beaten by a shot in the captain's day, you're not going to be too happy if you lost that shot the week before on the buffer zone. So, um, But look, it's, I suppose when you travel abroad, you're going to have the, the benefit of that as well. And that is. Yeah. Have you found many changes during it at at um, administration level with it? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's more complicated from our side because uh, if there's a an event uh, where it's a, a four handicap kind of cutoff, then we have to look at what the, you know, handicaps player would, the index will be on, on every course, which will be different, which would need to bring it up to 3.5. So we've had some events where it's, it's 3.0, somewhere it's 3.1. And the, on the administration side of things, it's, uh, we've extra kind of layers of communication that we have to get out to all the players to know what event they can play in. Um, you know, it, 
and making sure that a, a 2.5 handicap doesn't appear to, to play uh, an event when he, he's not allowed to play in it. Um, and that was a case where I got uh, a phone call. I've had <laughs> a lot more emails from players trying to query and wonder about handicap kind of levels and what events they can play in. And, uh, and that's just brought an extra kind of layer to it. But uh, that's just a matter of being effective with communication. Um, and uh, we're, good. we're lucky that the golf courses that we work with, the, they're all... Uh, very enthusiastic and they're all uh, uh, people who are, are keen on, on the tour and they're, they're usually very organized with, with everything in advance uh, of the events coming as well so uh, a shout out to all of those comp sex <laughs> cool. Colin it was great to have you on and many congratulations on your on your win best of luck for the remaining events and obviously for the big one in Drew's Glen, Glen which I think is the 10th of October so that's great thanks a minute Gary continue good health as well absolutely that's the main thing